Hello and welcome to Money Live News and Views. I'm Devashish Basu. Last month, the Reserve Bank of India organized a conference of the directors of banks, both public sector and the private sector banks. And in that, in his inaugural address while inaugurating the conference, the RBI governor made some startling comments. He said one of the critical areas where the role of the directors of banks is very significant is in ensuring the integrity of financial statements. Mark the words, integrity of financial statements, those that we come to trust while we make our investment decisions. Now, the governor said we have come across cases where the so-called smart accounting methods were adopted to artificially boost the financial performance of the bank. This is very, very serious. Now, what had RBI inspectors discovered? In the words of governor, they had come across the following cases. Tricks to conceal the real status of stress loans, such as bringing two lenders together to evergreen each other's loans by sale and buyback of loans or debt instruments. Good borrowers were being persuaded to enter into structured deals with a stressed borrower to conceal the stress. Use of internal or office accounts to adjust borrowers' repayment obligations. Renewal of loans or disbursement of new additional loans to stress borrower or related entities closer to the repayment date of earlier loans. And shockingly, the RBI has also come across a few examples where of one method of evergreening after being pointed out by the regulator was replaced by another method said the governor in his speech, which basically means that some of these banks are doing exactly what they want to do. We don't know the depth of the problem, but finally, the financial statements, the profit and loss on the balance sheet and the income and expenditure statement of these financial institutions are not trustworthy. He didn't say so, but what he says implies that. Now, since the governor has decided to openly air these charges, I assume it's a serious. So I looked around for cases where the banks were actually being penalized for RBI for some of these practices. Unfortunately, I could not find any. However, I noticed that the RBI is fining dozens of cooperative banks and also some uh, uh, scheduled banks, but then they happen to be mostly public sector banks. Indian Overseas Bank, for instance, was fined for non-compliance with income recognition norms for failure to transfer 25% of its declared profits to reserve fund. There was a divergence between non-performing assets declared by the bank and, and actually as assessed by the RBI inspectors. Canara Bank was fined 2.92 crore for non-compliance of know your customer, that's KYC norms, and not imposing limited liability on customers for unauthorized bank the digital transactions and opening savings deposit accounts in the name of ineligible entities, and also registering dummy mobile numbers in several credit card accounts. Now, mobile numbers is the centerpiece of all banking transactions, and here we have, we have cases where the bank was putting dummy mobile numbers. Now, these officers obviously should be sacked, but I don't know if, the, if, the, if Canada Bank or RBI is taking such obvious, but what would appear to be other people's extreme steps. The bank failed to pay interest on deposits on daily deposit scheme and prematurely withdrawn accounts, recovered SMS charges from customers, not on actual usage basis, etc. HSBC was fined 1.73 crore for failing to update credit information companies about expired credit card with zero dues. Indian Bank was fined 55 lakhs because 
it was KYC norms were uh, KYC measures they taken were flawed. Um, Bank of Baroda got fined thirty lakhs and so on and so forth. I won't go more into it, but these are the sort of cases that RBI has fined over the last few months. Now remember, all these cases have nothing to do with what the points flagged by the governor. None of these fines pertain to the fraudulent activities such as evergreening of loans and bad loans, which the governor has mentioned. Maybe they will, maybe the RBI will come back and find find these people for some of these transgressions. We will wait and see. Now, one is not surprised at the attempts of evergreening. Banks are prone to do it all the time. But remember, there is a difference between private banks doing it and public sector banks doing it. When private banks do it, shareholders pay a price, the share price goes down, everybody starts asking questions. In extreme cases, the promoter uh, even is, uh, is uh, you know, jailed, if not, if not out of conviction, but certainly for questioning. The stock price eventually goes to really dogs and probably the bank is taken over as has happened with Yes Bank. When public sector banks mismanage their books, however bad it may be, nothing happens to the bank chairman, nothing happens to the board of directors, and nothing happens to the officials who are complicit with some of these things. Because for some reason, there have been no core reforms of public sector banks. They are not run along strict commercial lines. This is serious implications for the system. Now, PSBs hold the bulk of people's savings and are the main source of loans to small businessmen, farms, and they also act as a main channel for delivery of government schemes, subsidies, pensions, etc. Prudently run, banking business ought to be very profitable because there's a big spread between what the banks pay to the depositors and what they lend, it's one of the highest in the world, and yet PSBs have often made losses of very meager profits. To keep them afloat, the government from time to time have injected capital into these banks using taxpayers' money. The reason they lose massive amounts of money with regularity as bad loans is because of rampant corruption in lending to dubious projects, which then fail. The public learns about some of these things only when they make the headlines. We all know about Mehul Choksi, Nirav Modi, Jatin Mehta, Sandesaras, or Vijay Malia, which as and when they've hit the headlines. But tens of thousands of large and small businesses have failed inflicting mind-boggling bad loans on PSBs. In December last year, the finance minister, Mrs. Nirmala Sitharaman, told the Rajya Sabha that scheduled commercial banks have written off 10 lakh crore of bad loans in five years, and that only 13% of the write-offs have actually been recovered. Separately, the cumulative recovery of bad loans through the insolvency and bankruptcy code until September, uh, that is IBC came into existence in 2016, had been just 30.8%. More than 90% of bad loans originate in PSBs. Many loans are designed to go bad. Corruption begins at the sanction stage. When a case is referred to the IBC, there's almost no assets left to recover. Bankers have no enforceable collateral, a cardinal sin in banking, especially so since PSBs lend most, almost always against assets and not against cash flows. Since December 2020, the shares of better-run public sector banks have risen two to three times. There is a consensus that the worst is behind them. Recapitalization of banks, slow absorption of bad loans, improving economy, 
plus normal growth that comes with a growing economy have led us to believe that the PSBs are sailing smoothly once again under the Modi government. And in fact, there has been less political interference. You don't see, uh, you know, what he calls, what Prime Minister Narendra Modi calls phone banking. But we certainly have seen, uh, you know, during the last, this current government's tenure, their own loan miller, which is called mudra loans. Now, these loans are probably have to be written off. Those who believe that the PSBs are in the clear will get a rude shock when the external environment changes because inside the banks, are they remain the same. And the bank officials once again feel emboldened to collude with big borrowers to lend indiscriminately. The governor's speech is a very timely reminder of this possibility. We hope the RBI actually does something about it and stops this from happening once again. You've seen this happening three or four times in the last 30 years. I hope you liked what you uh, watched just now. If you did, please uh, subscribe and please pass this on and share with others. Thanks for watching.